We are lucky to be joined by the University of North Carolina Tar Heels men's basketball coach Hubert Davis here at ACC tip-off in Charlotte. Uh, coach, this one admittedly comes a little bit inspired by our producer, Dennis, who's on the other side of this table. Okay. Uh, he noticed your shoes as soon as you walked up. He's, he's, <laughs> he is a, a very, very big uh, sneakerhead. Okay, great. So I, I feel like you have to have an opinion on it as the, the head coach of the Tar Heels. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Jordan? I do. Jordan 1s. Jordan 1s? Is, is there a particular colorway? No, I've got over 60 pair in my office. So when the recruits come in, they they know how I'm rocking. That I, I bring the fire as soon as you walk into the office. <laughs> he, he's a Jordan 1s guy. You have oh, no idea how oh, happy you just ones. made him. It's the, he, there you go. <laughs> he's got high or low, right but I like lows, but I'll take <laughs> highs too. <laughs> do, do you uh, – do you get a vibe for recruits? Is it like, oh, this guy's a Jordan 11 guy. When he rolls up, I'm going to be wearing the 11s. Do you, do you do you tailor it, or is this Jordan 1s for everybody? No, it's Jordan 1s for everybody, but, you know, um, you know, the guys like all of them. Mm. They do. They don't <laughs> care. And so uh, being a Jordan school and being affiliated with uh, MJ is a huge bonus for us, for our current players, and also we're out recruiting. We're talking with Hubert Davis. He is the head coach of the UNC men's basketball team. Uh, we see some of your players making their way around Armando Baycott immediately to our left. Uh, Armando, RJ Davis, they, they've been with this program a, a long time. Do you do you coach them differently knowing they've, they've chosen to come back and, and they have all that experience maybe differently than you would a younger player? You know, it's so funny. You know, people, you know, they've been here a long time and RJ's just a senior. But, but <laughs> it, it feels like it's experience, right? He's exactly. lived the life. He's but, lived the you know, life. Way college is gone. Yeah. You know, accomplished players like Armando and RJ, they usually don't stay. Mm -hmm. you know? And so I, I, I find that refreshing from the standpoint of you can be successful and accomplished as a student athlete, but also love college, and love being where you're at. And so having their type of leadership and experience uh, in the locker room out there on the floor is something that. Um, is so beneficial and needed, and I'm so thankful that they're here. And and having a little bit of uh, name, image, and likeness money probably makes that decision a little bit easier for for the player. Uh, you know, Armando especially. Some of the reported numbers are, are astronomical. What is it like, or how different is it coaching a player that might be making a couple hundred grand, hundreds of thousands of dollars in a year off the court doing the name, image, and likeness thing? Well, I've always been in favor of NIL from the standpoint that our players benefiting off their name, image, and likeness. You know. Their experience as a student athlete was much different than mine at Carolina. And, you know, with, you know, their name and their image and their likeness being used in a number of different platforms, they should be able to benefit from it. And so I'm thankful that our players are in a position to be able to do it. The thing that I um, like, one of the things that I like about Armando and, and RJ and our players is they understand what comes first. And what comes first is doing what you need to do out there on the floor what comes first 1A and 1B is doing the best that you can in a classroom and then <laughs> then taking care of NIL. And I think our, our all of our players have a great understanding of that. Well, one of the biggest name, image, and likeness kind of arguments against it is how is a locker room going to act when this guy's making a certain amount of money and this guy's not making as much and that third guy's making way more than the others. Have you seen any of that popping up? I haven't seen that pop up in our locker room, not to say that it doesn't. But that's life. I don't think everybody <laughs> has the same salary, the same job, the same responsibilities. Just worry about yourself. Anywhere, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> worry about yourself. If everyone could take that advice, yeah. worry about yourself. Yeah. Uh, we're talking with Hubert Davis, North Carolina head men's basketball coach. Uh, we talked about guys like like Baycott and Davis, like living a life, right? They're just uh, he's a senior, but he's but he's 
been through a lot. Uh, looking at the last two years, how is preseason different, getting ready for a season different, coming off an appearance in the national championship game versus coming off missing the tournament? Well, I, you know, the, the preparation is, is, isn't any different. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think the awareness is, is different. You know, I, I've, I've spoke on this. You know, there's a number of reasons. Like, going into a season, the goal is to become the best that you can become. Just max out your potential. And in the first year, I felt like we did that. And last year, that was the disappointment in that wherever that was, I, we didn't reach our full potential. And so – what what stopped us from doing that you know and it, there's a number of reasons but i think one of them is you know that often or sometimes when when you experience praise and prosperity you take a deep breath you 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 lose sight even briefly of what has really allowed you to get to the point where you're up by one with 125 to go in the national championship <laughs> game and that Not that you, you don't remember those numbers exactly. No, I remember those numbers. <laughs> and those are the little small details and disciplines that you have to have. And that's something that, that this group, especially Armando and RJ, have, have really learned from last year to this year. And, and it's interesting because you bring in someone like Elliot Cadeau, who's, who's gotten a lot of, from the portions available to the media, a lot of very strong reviews uh, since stepping on campus. Uh, is is a fret like are you comfortable putting a freshman with all that that pressure on him and understanding that it's you know the difference between finishing a game with a minute 25 left and not could be one one lapse in, in that that focus yeah I mean that's that's growth you know and as talented as both our freshmen are Zayden High and Elliot Cadeau it that just that takes growth but also with the transfers they've never playing at North Carolina is different Playing it is that, that shade of blue means more. It, it's 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 and at the level that we're playing at, the teams that we're playing, you know, the, the spotlight, it's different. And so um, that attention to detail has to be there. But I believe our guys understand the importance of it. We're talking with Hubert Davis, North Carolina head men's basketball coach. Coach, I thought we'd finish with a little bit of fun. You, okay. You, you obviously, uh, we know you from your time in, as a player, yeah. your time in media, and now your time as a coach. Yeah. Uh, I won't make you kind of name one of the players because that just seems wrong. But okay. uh, uh, when, when it comes to your players, who do you think most likely to have a long time after their basketball career is over uh, as a player? They're most likely to have a future in media, most likely to have a future as a, as a head basketball coach on the sidelines. Could you, could you name a couple guys? In media, uh, Harrison Ingram. And uh, maybe Armando, but Harrison Ingram, oh, my gosh, yes. as, as soon as he showed up on campus, he's, oh, he's, he hasn't oh, been here very long. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, he's amazing. Okay. We'll have, to, we'll have to get him on the show. Oh, you'll have to. I'm serious. He is hilarious. He's one of those guys that are funny. He's not trying to be funny. And uh, he's our biggest <laughs> trash talker. And uh, it's just it's sometimes it's hard for me not to laugh in practice. He's, he's amazing. He's All right. Great. And then who's the, the future in coaching? Who can you see being one of your assistants in, in a couple of years? <laughs> First of all, I shouldn't say a couple years. Long after they're done making a whole bunch of money in the exactly. NBA, then they want to join your staff. Who's who's most likely to be there? Uh, Paxson Wojcik or uh, Cormac Ryan. Okay, those two guys. Another another transfer working his way in there quickly. Yeah, yeah. Those all two right. guys have been they've been great. <laughs> Hubert, we we uh we appreciate you for taking the time. Good luck this season. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. The Drive with Tim Donnelly, 99.9 The Fan, joining us now here at ACC Tip-Off, getting men's basketball season started. Jeff Capel, Pitt head coach, obviously back to his playing days 
uh, for your starting guard at Duke. Uh, Coach, thank you for for taking the time. Um, before we dive into the the pit season and this uh, upcoming season, uh, I I want to ask you about kind of the state of basketball in the ACC. It felt ridiculous, but with all the moving parts and the teams coming in this off season, we actually had segments on this show where like the title in our notes was basketball still matters, right? <laughs> basketball still important. How how do we make sure that basketball is in swept behind everything else going on in this this ever-changing sports world yeah i mean it's it's um yeah how do you change the narrative mm-hmm. exactly of the way people think um i think one of the things we can do as basketball programs and players and coaches in this league is that we can be better in the preseason as far as the non-conference schedule the non-conference slate i think that's where we can do our part and then hopefully, if we do that, um, the respect that's historically has been there for our league will come back to the level in which it was. That's the thing that's been very uh, puzzling to me is that it seems like the the respect for our league, you know, which it always was when I was growing up and as a player when I was a part of it, that's changed. And I don't really understand why, because our teams do incredibly well once we get to the NCAA tournament. Um, we've we've had more national champions, more Final Four members, more first-round picks, more All-Americans. <laughs> really, yeah, all you, of those you name the when metric. you look at it. Yeah. When you look at the most viewed games historically, last 10 years, last five years, it's been from this league. Um, it almost seems like there's some resentment towards that. Will, will you be jacked up for those California cross-country flights <laughs> next year? I will be. Okay. I will be. Look, I'm, I'm excited. Wherever we can go and play and, you know, anything, I think it was something that the league needed to do. We had to do something. We can't sit pat. I think the people that sit back, sit pat and that are stuck in old ways of this is the way we've always done it, I think you get past when you do that. So I commend the commissioner of going out and finding the best deal for our league, for the ACC. Um I've never been to Stanford. I've always wanted to go, so now I get a chance to go where I don't have to Palo pay for Alto. it. Yeah, there you go. Check it off the uh, list. Exactly. Uh, but I think those, you know, Stanford is a brand, is a global brand, um, and I think them being in the ACC will help them get back to the level they were under Mike Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Johnny Dawkins had a few years there when he was really good, um, so I think this will help. You know, Cal has a basketball history. I think being a part of that. Certainly SMU, you get the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, it's a lot of talent there, so I'm looking forward to hopefully being able to tap into Texas, too, with some recruiting, knowing that we'll go back there and play. Yeah, bringing up recruiting, you, you're nationally known, and, and uh, especially to, to our listeners in the Triangle for your recruiting during your time as an assistant at Duke. Uh, but that was all kind of before NIL. Now, yeah. now that you're the head coach, the entire world changes another head coach at Pitt, obviously he had previous stops. The whole world changes when it comes to recruiting. How does name image and likeness change? Maybe the, the pitch you're making or the questions you're being asked. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, first and foremost, the title of Duke is being this great recruiter. I always thought I had the big joker, you know, with, 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 with coach K. Like, okay. He was the best recruiter. <laughs> he was the guy, all of us. The, you know, the, the sites part. all say, you know, uh, recruited by, and then it, and then it's your name there. So yeah, if, if we're giving you the credit, take the no, credit. No, I mean, I appreciate the credit. <laughs> I'm just saying like, you really find out who can really recruit when you leave there. Hmm. You know, if you look at it, if you go back, you know, when 
whoever was were the assistants when coach got Dawkins, Allery, Billis, and that like those are the best recruiters because that's the group that changed it. Then Amaker was a great recruiter. Snyder was a great recruiter. You know, Dawkins and Collins and Wojo, myself, John. Mm-hmm. One thing that's in common though is coach was there. <laughs> and John is, you know, will continue to sustain that. Um, it's a different challenge when you don't have that behind you. You don't have the history. You don't have that. So certainly when I went to Pittsburgh, it's a completely different challenge. Um, NIL helps us. It can so? help. It can help maybe level it. It can help maybe get us in the door with some people that perhaps we couldn't get in the door because you can offer money. I mean, and it's legal now. Um, or your collective can offer exactly. Money. Um, and so, you know, we're fortunate that we have a group of people there at the University of Pittsburgh with the collective that have helped us. But for me, the thing that I've learned probably the past two years is it's, it's, it's making sure we have guys that are grateful and appreciative to be at the University of, of, of Pittsburgh, to be in the city of Pittsburgh and to wear that uniform. That's something that I thought we really had at a high level last year. I think we have it now, and it's something that we're gonna fight, I'm going to really fight for going forward. Jeff Capel, Pitt head coach, men's basketball, joining us here, ACC tip-off in Charlotte on the drive. Um, the the other thing that's that's kind of uh, new and different is the transfer portal. Yeah. And and what's what's the pitch to get players uh, like Zach Austin, who's expected to be a, a contributor, and and those to come in and, and help you build on the success of last year when you when you jumped up to that mid twenties one season? Yeah. Well, I think the thing that we try to talk about is. We, we don't just take a, a, a guy from the portal just to take him. It has to be someone we think that fits a need and fulfills a need. And hopefully what we've been able to do, I thought it helped us this year, was the fact that Nellie Cummings, Greg Elliott, um, Jamarius Burton two years ago, Blake Henson, Nike Sabande, all these guys transferred in, and that was really a big core of who we were last year. All of those guys had success. And I think when you can show that guys that transfer, and we talked about a need, we mm-hmm. needed them at this spot, not just that we want them. And so Zach is a need, Ish is a need for us this year. We need those guys to be really good and to and to play for us and to play you know quality minutes and be really good players. We think they will be. And I think that's recruiting. If you can show that you can have success and guys individually and collectively can have success, that's when you have a chance to continue to get high-level guys. You mentioned uh, Blake Hinson as, as a, a previous transfer. Are, are you getting almost like a new player this year? I've heard he's dropped like 30, <laughs> 35 pounds or half the player he was yeah. in the past. Yeah, you know, I think he, he he was really good. He was a surprise. We thought he'd be good, not like he was, mm-hmm. just being honest with you. Um, you know, he really took the offseason very seriously. Uh, you know, he, he, he tested the waters. He did it so he could get feedback of what they thought he needed to work on. He took that to heart, and he lost 25 to 30 pounds. His, he's in better shape, obviously. He's a little bit more athletic. He's able to do a little bit more off the bounce. Obviously, he can still really shoot it. He has a great, just great joy, and mm. he's an unbelievable guy to be around. I can't say kid. He's an unbelievable guy <laughs> to be around every day. And his positive energy and just his energy has really been a big reason of the change in our program. Last one before we let you go, Coach. We're talking with Jeff Chapel Pitt. Uh, sorry, Jeff Capel Pitt head like coach. Sorry about that. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. <laughs> you don't want to make that mistake. Although, although there is a Capel from that played for. Yeah. for the, there's 
complications. Uh, but uh, before don't we let get you go, into that again, I, I was going to say I, don't, I, don't, I wasn't going to lead you down that path. But but uh, we'll end with this one. Uh, so, so many people do remember, you know, you from your time as kind of a do it all for your starter for for Duke. Uh, this could be one of your players. Could be so, someone you scout against. What what ACC guard reminds you most of you from your playing days? Man, all these guys are better than me. I mean, they are. Like the game is aware. I like it. I mean, Humble. The game now give us your answer. So much, and these guys now, man, they're all of them are better with the ball. Like they're more creative. Um, they're you know just as I mean, I was a pretty good athlete. They're just as athletic. You know, I had really I had good size for a guard. Um, but these guys, man, all of these guys are really good. I I I admire these guys in this league and. You know, what they have to deal with now is so much different and I think more difficult in how these young people navigate social media, all the pressures and all of that stuff. I, I have so much admiration because the players in this league, especially the guards, are all really good. They all seem like really good guys. I mean, you play against them, but being here and being around these guys from other programs and seeing how respectful and polite and I think they love being in the ACC, so I admire them all, man, and all of them are better than I was. Well, if if, if Jeff Capel was just a pretty good athlete, I don't know what that says about the, <laughs> the, the, the rest of us. Uh, I appreciate you for, for no stopping problem, by the man. show, and good luck this season. All right. Take care.